Welcome to the Rider Realty Podcast. Many times buyers and sellers coming into the market don't know what to expect, have lots of questions, and don't know where to turn. That's where we come in. We want to be a resource to teach you the ins and outs of real estate to help you be more informed, more comfortable, and feel confident that you've picked the right realtor. So sit back and enjoy today's content. So I feel like sometimes people have podcasts on that are way longer than than they need to be just to give the information that they want. Maybe they feel like they have to talk for 20 minutes or they have to talk for 30 minutes. I just want to give you the information that you need to get started on the process of buying a house. So today I'm going to do the very, 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 very brief overview of the loan types. Part of that is because sometimes when I ask people, are you approved? They'll say yes, and I'll say, what kind of loan are you getting? And they have no idea. So then I'll sometimes say, well, how much are you putting down? Because I've done that long enough, that will usually cue me to what kind of loan they're doing. I'm not putting any any money down. I'm putting 3.5% down. I'm putting 5% down. And then I can very quickly figure out you know, what kind of loan they're getting. So I just wanted to give you the brief overview. Part of it is because I still hear people often say, that they can't get a house because they don't have 20% down, which is not the case. Or they say, I have no money down. They know they can get a loan. Maybe they're qualified, but what they want to get with that loan, they can't just because of the, the terms of the loan type. So let's start with just very, very basic what some of these loans are. So the 0% down is going to be the VA loan. And as it sounds. It is for veterans or active military people. So they are the ones who qualify for that loan. Um, The next kind that has no money down is going to be a USDA loan or like a rural loan. That um, is decided more by population. So you can be in a small town and still qualify for that loan. Or you might be out in the country, but be close enough to a, you know, a a bigger area that you can't qualify. So for example, near where uh, down by us, you are driving down the road. The scenery does not change. You just get to pass a driveway of um, an allotment. And then all of a sudden, the loan type changes where it does not qualify for USDA loan anymore. In a county where we've lived in Ohio, um, every area of that town qualifies for USDA loan, except for what happens to be the county seat, and you cannot be in that in those city limits, but the rest of the small towns qualify. So there's actually a website with a map that you can log on to and it will, uh, you can put the address in and it will tell you if that loan qualifies or not. I'm not going to get into a lot of details on any of these, but what I do want to say with a rural loan is I'll often meet people who get really excited because there's a really cheap house that's on two acres of land and they're USDA and they're super excited because they think they're going to buy it. Well, with USDA as well as um, the VA and FHA, they want to make sure that the home is safe and it needs to meet some certain criteria that the appraiser addresses. And so if you have a house that is in terrible condition, but it's on an acre of land and the address meets the criteria for USDA loan, 
you're still um, not going to be able to get it if it it's not in good condition, meaning maybe, you know, it needs a kitchen because somebody gutted the kitchen. Well, you can't say, oh, I'm handy. I work at a cabinet place during the week. I'm going to buy this house USDA because they will not give you the loan for that. So that is sometimes what I see is that people get bummed out because they think what they can buy with it might be different than what they're expecting. But it is a great way to give people a loan who, for whatever reason, don't have a lot of money, but do have great job, great credit, and can qualify. Then we have the FHA loan. That's three and a half percent down. Now, I've done this for so long in real estate that I remember when FHA was 3% down and you could actually get the seller to pay that and um, conventional loans didn't start until 5%. And that was felt like a newer product. So things have changed a lot since then. And we also, where FHA is now 3.5% down and um, you have some conventional loans that are 3%. Now, where I first noticed the conventional loan, at least locally to me at the time, was a bank that was that did not offer the FHA loan wanted to be competitive because so many of their competitors offered it. And again, this is local to where we were living at the time, that their um, bank that's more regional came up with this 3% program. I'm not saying that they came, they were the first ones to come up with it, but they did make sure that we knew, hey, we now have this 3% conventional program. And that was their way of competing with the FHA program. So FHA is three and a half percent down. And now that you hear that, you're going to hear conventional. Again, it depends on the bank, but very often what I see is banks will offer the three, five, 10, or 20% down. Now, there are pluses and minuses to not only those different percentages down, but there are also pluses and minuses to the different loan types. So I'm not going to get into that conversation of which one you should do. I briefly touched on, you know, the condition being an issue or location for USDA or um, the VA and who that uh, who that is loan is for. But I do want you to talk to your loan officer about those. So what I'm telling you, though, that's important to note, is that even if you don't have a lot of money or don't have any money, it doesn't mean that you can't get a loan. It is still worth having the conversation with a loan officer who can tell you what you qualify for or not. Just remember, if you don't have a whole lot of money down, you need to make sure that you're going to be able to make that payment. So the best way to figure out your situation and what's right for you is to find a lender and they can talk you through those. Now, what you need to be careful of is to make sure that you are using a lender who's a good lender, um, meaning they know what they're doing. They're going to respond to you. Um, You would be surprised at how many are not great about calling back or don't respond to you. And so the best way to find a good lender is going to be to ask your real estate agent And they can guide you in that because they are going to have experiences of what lenders are good, what lenders are not, what institutions have different kind of programs. So like I said, some might have FHA, USDA, some might not. Some might have different levels of conventional, some might not. And so your loan, your lender will, let me say that again, your real estate agent will know based on knowing you what kind of um, lender 
would be a good person for you to call or a name of a good lender and they can give that to you. And also sometimes it is a personality mesh. So um, if some lenders, they, like I have one lender, he's very high tech. He will not, he wants you to use his app on his phone. That's the only way he does stuff. And I know if I have somebody like myself who's not into doing that kind of thing on apps because it's just not comfortable and I'd rather scan it and email it, I'm not going to send them to that loan officer. If it's somebody who likes to sit down with a loan officer, then there's a different loan officer I'd send them to because I have several that do a really good job and offer different programs. So you want to give them multiple names. You should get multiple names from your real estate agent of who's a good lender. but that you might ask them, well, which one fits my personality best in terms of like, I want to go get to sit down and meet them. So, you know, who lives closer to me or who does that, who takes the time to do that? Or I am very techie. I want to do an app. If they have an app, that's great. Send me to that person. Um, So that's how your real estate agent can help you find the right lender because a good real estate agent is going to have multiple lenders that they send you to who are all good based on different situations. So um, that's what I wanted to tell you on loans and kind of just a very, very, very brief overview so that you would get an idea of what potential loans are out there in case you may not know. And also the way to find a good lender, which of course is to ask your real estate agent. So I hope this helped. And if you have any questions, of course, you can always reach out to us. Have a great day. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. If there's anything we can help you with, please reach out. All of our contact information is on the show notes. Have a blessed day.